You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's known in Japan as Doki Doki Mahu Gajin Otaku. What? <laughs> uh... Heart-pounding magic foreign nerds. <laughs> I'm Cody. I'm Samantha. I'm Josh. And I'm Sam. Hey, thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a great show for you. We have a lot of San Diego Comic-Con news, so much that we're going to kind of half skip over uh, check it outs for the most part. Uh, if there's a little bit of time at the end of the show, we might fill in with a couple of those. But there's so much news, I don't know if we're going to get to it. But before we get into San Diego Comic-Con news... Uh, we're going to take about five minutes and talk about uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp because, uh, Josh, you finally got a chance to uh, watch it, right? We've all partaken in it. Finally. Yeah, actually, I have, I've, yes. seen, I've it seen it twice. It twice. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have finally watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Great. So are we going to be getting into any spoilers? Oh, or yeah, anything? absolutely. Yeah, might as well. Okay, so it's yeah. Been well, it's been long enough. It's been like a month or so, so we can get into it. Hey, well, what a good movie, guys. Am I right? Good, it's a super good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's very funny. Very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Breath of fresh air after um, Infinity War. It's, was what the, well, it's what the MCU needed, yeah. for sure. Paul Rudd is just a ray of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's an absolute joy. Yeah. Treasure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just watching him name the ants was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it, everything about it was really good. Oh, and the giant ant playing rock band. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, yeah they trained the, the giant ant for sure. <laughs> I really liked Evangeline Lilly in it as uh, the wasp. I think yeah. she did it. She excellent... was so much better in this mm-hmm. movie than the other one. They really upped the gave her stuff to do that's, this time. That's it. Yeah. That was the biggest problem with the original Ant Man. No, you mm-hmm. can't do that. No. <laughs> Why? <Yeah. laughs> Although she was gonna go into the quantum tunneler and then they told her, No, you can't do that. But still, it made sense this time. Yeah. So she has wing and blasters. You didn't have that tech for me? Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Although they always say what a jerk Hank Pym is. Oh, mm-hmm. you're such a self-centered jerk. It's like we never really see that, though. It, you just from, He's kind of grumpy. Yeah, from our point of view, he's just kind of a grumpy... He's surly. So yeah, he's a surly grandpa. I mean, you kind of see a little bit of it in the first movie. But like in this one, yeah, he's just kind of grumpy. And like a lot of that grump disappears as soon as... Uh, you know, Janet comes back. Yeah, that's right. Hey, now we're in the spoilers. Yeah. They, they get Janet Van Dyne out of the quantum zone. Yep. The phantom zone. Yep. They bring back the old Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Yeah. Pfeiffer. Yeah. And you know what? She did, a, she did a great job. I mean, she was barely in it. Yeah. But, uh, but for, she looked cool as hell. She looked that, really cool. That, like, costume they had for her little waist, quantum wastelander outfit mm-hmm. is very it cool. It kind of reminded me of... Um, the DC comic when the atom gets lost in like his, oh um yeah the savage atomic level or whatever yeah where he finds the yeah the savage atom or whatever mm-hmm. they called that um, vandal savage atoms <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no I oh, man, I like those tardigrades yeah the, yeah the tardigrades that, that was really cool I liked how uh, the wasps um, she turned her wings into like a sword or something yeah like yeah. on their on her back that was really cool so, yeah she'd obviously repurpose parts of her suit oh, to yeah. survive yeah, yeah I thought. For a second there, I thought it was her wings, and I thought they were just broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with her in future um, Marvel movies because she mentioned that she's she's changed, and not just because you know they've given her like vague quantum powers. I thought for a second they were gonna make her like the first mutant because she said something about it being evolution. Yeah, they could. And then I mean, they kind of dialed back on it a little bit. A little bit. Well, 
Disney didn't have the uh, the merger with uh, 20th Century Fox all the way through That's yet, true, so they couldn't probably say anything. Which, which was finally just confirmed and allowed to happen today. Yeah, so that is definitely going to happen, yeah. So bow to your future Disney overlords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I like Lawrence Fishburne as... Um, Goliath. Goliath, yeah. Yeah, he was, was really, really cool. good. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was him until after the movie for some reason. <laughs> like I'm just did. like, that guy's really good. Oh, yeah. it's Wait, Cowboy did. Curtis. Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't recognize him without the Jerry Curls and Cowboy hat. Exactly. Or a yeah. leather trench coat and a red pill and a blue pill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that ghost while she is presented uh throughout a lot of the movie as like the villain she's really not really like the only real villain of the movie is walton goggins the yeah. oh that, yeah that, that mobster guy he's yeah. really the only one he was trash yeah. oh yeah and i loved how he kept getting his comeuffins oh yeah, yeah. that was really good a bit about the truth serum, the truth serum. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah. truth serum it is true, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it was the funniest Marvel movie if Thor Ragnarok didn't exist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I w- I'd put that up there. I wouldn't even say it was as funny as the first Guardians. I'd say it well, on par with first Guardians. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Put Maybe it right Guardians with it. 2. Guardians 1 and Guardians 2 were about the same movie. <laughs> just a, Yeah, just about. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I like Luis. I'm glad he came back. I'm glad yeah. they didn't overplay him telling stories. Uh, I was really kind of worried yeah, about that. Yeah, once was just once enough. Was enough. It was perfect. That was really good. Oh, I kind of like I kind of like the FBI agent that was like dealing with. Oh, oh Jimmy so, Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Randall Park is hilarious. He's great. He's also a delight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I what, hope. What do, you, he... what do you mean you'll see me? Like, are we, are we going out somewhere? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll arrest you. I mean, do you want to go out somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he becomes a recurring character in the Marvel universe. You know, he uh, he's in the comics. Like Jimmy yeah, Woo is like a an a, he's an established yeah. character. Yeah. I hope he becomes kind of a a uh, Nick Fury type character. That, that would be cool you know, because they showing up. They need it because I mean Sam Jackson can't be doing Nick Fury forever. Yeah. Well, even though he's just been doing cameos for the last like whatever thing. Well, and he disappeared yeah. in. A, yeah, he did. Well, yeah, but I him before yeah. that. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about the post-credit sequence real quick. Yeah, and then we, we'll, uh, we'll on move that. on. Yeah, we got to talk Boy, about it. Was it was just an ant playing drums. Boy. No, not the post-credit. The <laughs> yeah. mid-credits <laughs> roll. Yeah, uh, which is basically just part of the movie. It's like that's. Yeah. yeah. And it was a real sock to the gut. Oh, yeah. You go through this entire. Gasped. Oh, yeah. it was. Like, <gasps> yeah, that was, uh, that was a shock. Yeah, that was a surprise. They, they're doing their little quantum experiments now that they can go into the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Uh Scott goes down in there, and then the Infinity War disappearance happens. So he's the stuck snack. in... Ant-Man is now stuck in the quantum realm, and all the other characters in the movie pretty much disappeared. Yeah. Now, do you think they're going to use that as an excuse to not put Ant-Man in the next Avengers movie, or do you think they're going to, that's going to be a plot point? I think Ant-Man is the linchpin to the... Okay. Because Janet Van Dyne mentioned something about temporal time travel stuff mm, okay. which i really hope isn't the solution to the infinity war but it probably will it prob- be something yeah <laughs> i mean that's so hackneyed and like <laughs> obvious but mm-hmm. you know it's what they're gonna do yeah <laughs> yeah and plus you know this is the last avengers movie that's gonna have everybody they gotta put they gotta do something get everybody together for it you yeah know? But no, overall, I I would recommend it. I mean, it's probably out of theaters now or pretty close to it. Go see it at the cheapo theater. Yeah, like spend it's, a buck. It's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, when he gets like super, super huge next to the boat. 
<laughs> and he gets yeah. sleepy. That's so funny. Yeah. He gets sleepy when he gets big, apparently. The whole sequence when they're in the school and he's like toddler, toddler size. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. they get back to the van and Hank Pam's like, do you, do you need a juice box and a nappy? That, that, that was the best. That like, was really That good. was like right up there with like baby legs, Deadpool jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're at the Dollar Theater and you're stuck between uh, this movie and Jurassic World two, it's this see, movie. Yeah, see Ant Man. <laughs> see this see one Ant-Man. twice. Yeah, see it again. Yeah, because Jurassic Park two was just okay. It Jurassic was World two. It was yeah. It was just okay. It was just okay. Yeah, that's what I hear. Okay, so we have one other news item before we get into San Diego Comic Con stuff, and this one is a bit of a bummer, but we wouldn't be a pop culture show that talks about this kind of stuff if we didn't at least mention it. We try to steer clear of like political stuff, so I don't want to get into that end of it if we can. But, but the McRib is coming back. The McRib, I mean, yeah, no, I don't know that yeah, for sure. I'm sorry, I can't promise. That. Allegedly, the McRib is coming back. No, uh, James Gunn, who is the director of uh, Guardians One and Two, and did the um, a lot of the um, consulting on the Guardians portions of uh, Avengers. War. Yeah, it was. Someone with some political, you know, who had some political opposition to what James Gunn believes, uh, went back about 10 years into his old tweets and found some just really, really not good tweets bad that he taste made. jokes. It's very incredibly bad taste uh, jokes that were real, done in poor real taste. Real edlor- edgelordy material. Yeah. Uh, they were like, yeah, making jokes about... Um, well, the major one was uh, pedophilia, which, like, you, th- you don't joke about that stuff. But, I mean, you did back then. It wasn't as big I, of a deal. I mean, like. I guess. But, like, and because this uh, uh, individual found these tweets and uh, are we not, he has... Are we not saying his name? I don't want to give the guy... Okay. Uh, any, I can get anything. behind that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was a major Gamergate Yeah, that guy's a, not, not great. Yeah. But uh, because this guy has a... a really large following online uh, of, that kind of bolsters of around yeah <laughs> yeah um disney made the decision to remove james gunn from all future uh, guardians projects which was a little a little extreme like, es- kind of jumped the gun on that the es- james oh. gun on that one especially because when he was hired in for guardians one these tweets were brought up before like when he was huh. announced as the first yeah there was uh, a, a kind of a, a kerfuffle about these exact like jokes and tweets. And he apologized for them then saying that, you know, they were made at a time where I was not nearly as well known. I was trying to be edgy for the sake of being edgy just to get any kind of press. They were done in poor taste. I see that now he apologized for him and Disney and Marvel hired him anyway. So they clearly didn't have a problem with it. Then I think it's, why didn't he delete them then? See, that's, that's the thing. That's the biggest thing that I, yeah, uh, he should have nuked his tweets like the second he got hired on to like yeah. um, any kind of major well, as project. Soon as it, it became kind of an issue. Yeah, he they should, should have been gone. He should yeah. have said, I'm sorry, now I'm going to delete them. Yes. Like, don't delete them without acknowledging it. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> that, that no, would be that would be And it's not like he's been like talking, trying to talk as we have it. He's completely apologized like yeah. up and down oh, about it. Oh, yes. He's like, look, I know I sucked. Yeah, he, yeah. Owns, he owns up to it. Mm-hmm. it I... It was un unjust it was unjust in his firing if there was an issue with the things that he said before then he shouldn't have been hired to begin with exactly um 
I think it's kind of weird that Disney is kowtowing to this individual and his following. I think, I think it's more of a, I understand why Disney did it uh, because they're looking at, okay, we have uh, a group of people that if we don't do something about this, they will not support us well, no, because they are louder. They'll, they're louder and will make things worse. Or we can fire this guy and the people that are going to be loud about it will probably go see still support our things because they're going to support our things because, you know, the, and the worst part is that the, the, this, this dude that we're not saying mm-hmm. the name of tries to go at it from a moral standpoint. Like, like he's, he's the moral crusader mm-hmm. here that has uncovered these nasty tweets. And he, um, this, this whole event has only bolstered him and his, uh, his, uh, group, um, because they're now going after Pat Oswalt. Michael Ian Black and Sarah Silverman. Oh, and going, they went and after Dan Harmon. They went after Dan Harmon. Well, Dan Harmon, guy's kind of a jerk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Dan Harmon, but still. Uh, I mean, I've watched Channel 101. It's rough. The fact that, but that was the humor of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's and it, it, there. The one other thing I want to say about this: there have been a lot of comparisons to this and Roseanne Barr and her removal from the Roseanne Show uh, for her uh, really really out of left field tweets because they're like, okay, well, you know, Roseanne did this one thing and she got fired, but also James Gunn does the other Roseanne's wasn't like 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, That's the thing. And Roseanne doesn't think she did anything wrong. Roseanne didn't apologize. (laughs) Roseanne didn't say these 10 years ago and like say, you know, air of my ways. Roseanne learned I've become a better person. Yeah. I've, you know, rethought my, my stance on things. Hers are recent. Well, um, anyway, I say that we're in support of, you know, rehiring re- James rehiring Gunn. him or doing something. And now um, a lot of the news articles ha- have like led with, he's been fired from guardians and that's true. He's not directing guardians. They're still using his uh, plot treatment for guardians three. He is still around in, a, in an advisory role for the a wider Marvel cinematic universe. When it comes to the cosmic, like he's in charge of like the cosmic characters. So anything yeah. that's set in space, he's kind of directing it a little bit. So he's not completely, he hasn't been Ow. completely left. He hasn't been dropped. Dropped. Completely. Yeah, that's what I'm at. Dropped. Thank you. So it's not as bad as it sounds, but it still is. It still sucks. And yeah, it's the reason why it happened sucks. But yeah. honestly, I think somebody else directing the next Guardians movie might not be a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, it doesn't sound that bad. It doesn't sound I that mean, bad. You know what? That's fine. Yeah. The other thing that I thought. But, but this is not a good reason for this it. Is, yeah, yeah. This, this is really kind of scary the way that this all kind of came about because now. I've always been pretty guarded about what I put up online uh, when it comes to personal accounts and things like that. I don't like sharing a lot of things for this exact reason, but it's become more commonplace that everything you say can and probably will be used against you online at some point, even if it was done um, years and years when and years you before, were 15. back before your brain was <laughs> totally fully formed, yeah. you know? Oh man! Uh, so thank goodness no one uses MySpace anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I. Oh, oh I, I want to know. <laughs> oh, I wiped that thing clean. I, like. I wiped my Twitter today of everything past three months ago. I've been thinking about it, and I know I don't think I said anything bad. Oh, I know I haven't, but, I but still, yeah, I don't want it. You know, and I don't, I don't, don't use chance. Yeah. I don't want it to be taken out of context or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. I saw this post where somebody was like, "Okay, well, we see what you did, Disney," and then they posted like. Images of really, really awful things Disney did. Oh, like in the Song day. of the South. Or... Yeah. yeah. Or um, the other thing is, you know, they 
get rid of James Gunn, but uh, Johnny Depp is still on yeah. their uh, they still give him a platform. Who, yeah, who is like there's no am- ambiguity of- about yeah that guy man what a shame because like I used to really like him you know yeah. Edward Scissorhands was pretty good it's a great movie yeah. Uh, the pirates movies used the to be real, used to be real good. Like first one's great. For, yeah, yeah, because it's, they stole the entire plot from Monkey Island. But <laughs> well, sure, I know that's the hill you're gonna die on. Yeah, yeah. All right. I love Monkey Island so much, you guys. <laughs> we know, yeah. and King's Quest, and and all that other stuff. Yeah. All right, so hey, let's go ahead and get into a little bit of San Diego Comic Con news. We don't have a ton of time before the break, so let's do the comic book news the actual the comic actual part. comic book news i'm sure Which and is very little just so <laughs> you know all of our listeners are aware we're not covering everything there's a million billion different things that are announced uh every year at san diego comic-con it's too much to cover if there's something you want us to cover though let us know yeah and we'll do yeah, it email us in we'll we'll talk about it first things first uh we have a couple of announcements uh coming from you know marvel they have the big one is uh Gwen Stacy, the Spider Gwen character, is getting a, a new code name, and uh, there's a whole handful of comics uh, based around the Spider Man character that it's going to be released, like Spider Man adjacent, but not like Peter Parker. Uh, the name is going to be changed to Ghost Spider, which is as clunky as it's difficult to say. It's like the yeah. st- like in the middle ghost is like Spider. Yeah, it's spider like Spider Ghost. Spider Ghost. Better. Yeah. And even still kind of sounds still like kind Spider of, Gwen. Or like Space Ghost. Space Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but along with this, there's uh, going to be uh, books featuring Dr. Octopus. There's uh, one that's going to be called Spider Force, which I hope is like a 90s throwback. Like there's like a cable version of Spider-Man <laughs> and like domino version of Spider-Man. Like so. So Rob Spider- Liefeld, no Spider- feet, a <laughs> lot of pouches. I was going to say yeah. spider pouch. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps just a pouch full of spiders. He just throws them. <laughs> That's his power. He's got a, a pouch that is, has infinite spiders inside. That's it. That's that is it. my nightmare. <laughs> Go, my children. And he snaps open his pouch and they just come flying out. Oh, yeah. She, so, an Australian summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just every day in Australia. Let's see. Some of the other things. There's been a bunch of X-Men books. Like uh, They're shaking up all of their writers on each one of the teams. They're bringing back the Iceman book, which is pretty cool. They're being allowed to make X-Men books again. They're, yeah, <laughs> basically. Right. That's basically it. There's uh, there's one uh, five-issue miniseries that I'm actually really interested in reading. It's called X-Men Black, and they're featuring... It's like a spotlight on five of the major X-Men villains throughout the years. Uh, there isn't a whole lot of news about it, but... Uh, I follow the writer of the one that's doing uh, Emma Frost. Her name is uh, Leah Williams. I follow her on Twitter and she has some really, really strong, crazy opinions about uh, (laughs) Emma Frost that she has been tweeting about for about six months prior to this. So I'm really interested to see what she does and actually like makes canon in the books with the character. So it's actually going to be pretty cool. There's going to be a, uh, from IDW, there's going to be a horror comic one shot around Halloween that's based in the Star Wars universe called Tales from Vader's Castle. Now, IDW does the kids' Star Wars yes. books, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is for kids. This is Yeah, this is for kids. But it looks like uh, the art of the cover is done by um, the guy who did the um, uh, Afterlife with Archie. Uh, God, it's really, name? it's a really it's, good it's looking really, cover. It's a great looking cover. It's super retro I love and it. When I, I say it's for kids, I mean... Everyone. Oh, all ages. Yeah. It's an all ages book. But... I like the idea of doing different genres set in the Star Wars universe. 
I don't think there's been a full blown like horror story. There was a novel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's in the garbage it's now. Yeah, it doesn't happen. That didn't happen anymore. Strike actually, that from your memory. The novel is actually not that old. It's only a few years old. Still, strike, strike that from your holocrons. <laughs> yeah, it was called Death Troopers. It was about a zombie apocalypse. Oh, right on. With zombie stormtroopers that were actually smart. That sounds pretty rad. That actually sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of terrifying, actually. Yeah. Uh, let's see some of the other stuff. There's been some changes in the writers for uh, DC Comics. The major ones are. Uh, uh, Grant Morrison is taking over Green Lantern, which is great. It means Green Lantern is going to get weird, and I love it. Green Lantern needs to get weird. Yeah, uh, I love Grant Morrison as as a writer. He did some great stuff on X Men back in the early two thousands. Uh, he wrote uh, Animal Man. I've heard the, for in- Vertigo, the Invisibles which is, is good. The Invisibles is really good. Uh, he did a lot of Doom Patrol, which was like psychedelic weird stuff, and he did a lot of. Um, uh, Final Crisis. He wrote that, and the um, the, the new, new multiverse. Fi- the yeah. He did a lot of new Fifty Two Superman. Uh, mul- Multiversity. Do you remember that one where like they did like the eight issues, like yes. uh, two bookend books with like um, eight issues in the middle, and told like a really non-linear kind of weird story set in different p- parallel universes. He's writing Green Lantern now, and I can't be happier. That's super good news. Also, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick is writing uh, Aquaman. She's a great. She's, she's great. A great writer. Yeah. Yeah. She writes, I can't say that on the radio. Yeah, no, she writes some <laughs> some uh, independent books um, for, I think it's for uh, uh, Image that she writes them for. Oh, okay, I know the one you're talking yeah, about now. Yeah, but she's a... There's she's a whole f- planet of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. a fantastic writer, and I'm really interested in seeing where she goes with uh, she's Aquaman. also from Marion. She is from Marion, yeah. Didn't stay here long. Oh, no, yeah, not here anymore. She no. got the heck oh, out. Oh, no, she, like when she was like four or five or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Although it would be really cool to try to get her on the show. It would. Or the yeah, one I mean, lady who does Lumberjanes in Columbus. Grace Ellis, I believe. Yeah. Yes. I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And the other, the last thing from comics that we can probably talk about. Oh, there's another one. Uh, Gail Simone is going to be taking over like an editor-in-chief type spot for um, uh, independent uh, comic publisher called Catalyst Prime. I'm not really familiar with their uh, books. I've never I, heard of the company until I think now. They might, I think they might be a fairly recent startup. But I love cool Gail Simone. Oh, Gail's great. They give her whatever platform she wants. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just anything. She does fantastic work. Like um, the uh, she's been writing Red Sonia lately, and it's like the first time I've enjoyed reading Red Sonia because I'm not usually a sword and sorcery type of. Yeah. Um, well, to you be know. fair, a lot of the Red Sonia books weren't that great. Yeah. Well, now Until they are. Until she started writing. Yeah. Now yeah. they're super good. I read uh, the first issue of her Conan Wonder Woman crossover, mm. and it was very good. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I forgot they did that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last up, and probably most important, Batman got his undies back. Yay! <laughs> yeah, so they're going to be reintroducing the classic design Batman costume <laughs> no, into the. They're comics. tidy whities with the bat logo all over. Yep, them. just all over them, just right on the crotch. <laughs> yeah. Just one big one the right wi- on the crotch. Black Y front with uh-huh. the white undies <laughs> with mm-hmm. the bat logo. That's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just regular yeah, black. There's yeah. But uh, but no, they're going back to a, cl- a more classic design because for years they had a almost like a hyper realistic style. It almost uh, mimicked the um, Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight costume where it looked more like battle armor a little bit. There's like more ribbing and kind of yeah. like yeah. He was just jealous of Superman getting his underwear back, He's, which yeah, also that, recently yeah happened. that happened about six months to a year ago. So I I knew it was gonna happen eventually, but uh, it's super good. I I like I don't know what it is, but I like 
classic designs. I don't it breaks the, it breaks up the colors. There's a reason mm-hmm. why yeah. it's been there for a hundred million years. Yeah, yeah. The the underwear <laughs> itself like breaks up the colors for sure. But like you know, uh, the it depends on the character certainly. But like the more detailed and more realistic they uh, an artist draws the uh, costumes on superhero characters the less I tend to like them. Well, the more Give me goofy looking yeah, like that, impossible that, things because, you know, comics it, are about impossible things. It goes around and all the way back yes. around and makes it silly. Yeah. Because now he is a man running around in a onesie mm-hmm. and yeah, through the neighborhood fighting crime, but he looks like... It looks right. It looks like real. Yeah. And they have <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so that's it for uh, comic news. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to get into a ton of trailers. While we're on break, follow Gail Simone on Twitter. Yeah, she is wonderful. She is a delight <laughs> on Twitter. Like, excellent. Like, yeah, go do that. So go do that. We'll be back. More San Diego Comic-Con news.
Hey, we're back. That was Heart of Glass by Blondie. It's a great song. I yes. enjoy it. Blondie's good. Blondie is good. It's very good. See so the they're, approval. They're not. They're not bad brownies. <laughs> that yes, that I is the type of you brownie. Out. <laughs> All right. I want so. brownies. <laughs> we can't keep talking about food like this. This is me poisoning the well. Hey. Hey, we haven't had an episode where we talk That's about right. fast food. We, for we haven't the talked about fast food and, and local restaurant chains for a while. That's very true. Yeah. So yeah. I went to El Campesino last night. <laughs> no, we're here to no, talk so about San Diego, San Diego Comic Con. Yep. And uh, Josh, why did we play uh, Heart of Glass by Blondie? Well, long time ago. Long in a galaxy far ago, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan did a movie. That wasn't terrible. No, it was great. <laughs> it was probably, I would argue it's his best one. It was back when, you know. I've never seen it. Of course God. not. <laughs> Dang it. This is how I promote the other show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But I haven't. I yeah. haven't seen Unbreakable. So, well, you need to see Unbreakable. It's Unbreakable really had Bruce Willis and um, Samuel L. Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yes. I don't know why my mind blanked for a second. I think I was still thinking of Ant Man. Almost said Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> I don't need an angry video from <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Paul Rudd and Paul yeah. Rudd. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd was also in Unbreakable. No, he wasn't. Okay, no. Let's. But he was in a commercial for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> he was. He was. Yeah, anyway, that's right. true. Yeah. Anyway, that's tangent. Anyway, so Unbreakable about um, Kimmy Schmidt. S- <laughs> Yes, M. Night Shyamalan's The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> what a twist. It was funny. Any, yeah. At least the first season. Yeah, it kind of went downhill on the side. Yeah, I never yeah, finished well, yeah, the second anyway. season. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, let's, okay. Bruce Willis. Did it come up before? It was after, it was the one directly after Sixth Sense. Okay. So Bruce Willis is alive in this one. Yes. He is yes. alive. Uh, where he <laughs> plays an individual who is apparently unbreakable? Yeah, throughout the course of the movie, you discover that um, he, we, the the guy survived a train crash. He's the only survivor of it, and uh, slowly discovers that he um, is invincible. Is invincible, basically, like the tick. And, yeah, <laughs> kind of. And he has a, a kind of a sixth sense where he, if he touches someone and there's wrong, they've done wrong, he can kind of get flashes <laughs> of what they've done. But not the sixth sense. Not the sixth sense. No, that's yeah, a different he, movie. He, he, only he, Haley Joel Osment has that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets like this weird, like almost like. Ghost Rider, like a little bit sin flash or whatever, kind of something like that. And uh, the whole movie was based around the idea that comic books were based on mythology, like you know, like the story of Hercules and stuff like that. Were all based on very, very loosely based on actual like people. real people, yeah. And that comic books were, were like the modern version, modern of that, mythology, kind of. And Bruce Willis was one of these mythological figures. It sounds like right. a like a early Neil Gaiman comic book. It kind in, of a does. Way, in a way, yeah, a little yeah. The, the whole concept does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does. Yeah, but also the big, the big twist at the mo- at the end of the movie was this guy that because Bruce of Willis- course there was one. Yes, yeah. back when these these were back when these were good twists. Well, let's yeah. not let's not do, spoil the twist because oh, that's right. right. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. right, we're not right. going to no, yeah, don't. we've probably already talked too much about it because that's but, probably the next episode of <laughs> probably yeah. So, um, so anyway. anyway, no, I haven't seen that. A podcast on the Nerd Overload Podcast Network. Check your local podcast checker wherever you get podcasts no i haven't seen that yeah it's <laughs> a good show it's a good show we should listen to it all right uh, the first and only podcast about movies 
No one's done it before. <laughs> it's amazing. A brand new thing. So fresh. Yeah. Okay. And Night Shyamalan also did a more recent movie. Yes, flash forward to a couple years ago. Yes, called Split. Which yes. I have seen and is very good. And I mm-hmm. haven't seen it. <laughs> There's what another episode. It's the, it's the only M. Night movie I've never seen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you've seen so many M. Night movies. <laughs> yeah. I used to really like him, and then you know, all the crap started coming out. <laughs> yeah, right. Then it happened, and by it, I mean the happening. Okay, here we go. We got to stay on target. We're, got, we're getting way out <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, out yeah, of yeah. there. Okay. We have a lot of stuff to cover. So Split was a Split movie. Split was a movie about an individual with multi, multiple personalities. Multiple personalities. Played by James McAvoy very well. Yes. <laughs> um, you've probably seen the memes with, that's not me, that's Patricia. So anyway. <laughs> the yeah. big twist at the end of that. Oh wait! <laughs> well, I already it. know it. Already oh, okay. Know. Yeah. The big twist at the end of that movie is that it takes place in the universe that Unbreakable took place in. Right. Yeah. Uh, James McAvoy's character uh, eventually kind of gets a kind of unified kind of personality, or like a more bestial kind of personality, and he gains like super strength. Basically, it's another. It's an. It's another personality called the Beast. Yeah. That lives with him. Yeah, and you find out that it's set in the Same Unbreakable universe. universe. Yes. And so the next movie, Glass. Was had a trailer first trailer had a, tra- has, had a trailer yeah the first trailer dropped at San Diego Comic Con yes. which is what we've been trying to get to yes. <laughs> for the past ten minutes wow <laughs> way to go yes. way to go through a movie history lesson anyway so. that trailer hit um, with all three with all three of the main characters McAvoy Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis and it looks phenomenal this is the Avengers of the M Night Shyamalan <laughs> cinematic universe kind of is <laughs> and uh, Shyamalan has said that he doesn't plan on having any more movies set in this universe he always had the idea for three and that was going to be it and i'm in like it looks super good yeah i'm definitely in for the in ride Mm -hmm. yeah it's um i'm a little concerned that it's going to become a little too grand of scope like you know um if they start introducing more and more people who actually have some kind of power that might be a little weird. It becomes a huge superhero universe. Yeah, that would be a little weird. But if I would like it if they just kind of kept it to a relatively small cast. Yeah. But, you know, everything in the trailer kind of indicated that that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not about J.D. Salinger's Glass family. No, it's not about... Okay. No. And the best part about the trailer and is... And it's not the end Bruce... of the Sandman. <laughs> now he gets it. <laughs> I like how you're just ignoring, completely ignoring our stupid well, we, aside. Well, listen, we have a lot of news to get through, guys. We got a lot to get through. Um, it looks like a good trailer. It looks like a really good trailer. Good yeah, okay. It looks really good. I like that Bruce Willis looks like he's giving a crap. Like, he actually looks no, like he yeah. might act That's in this movie. Nice. That's nice for a change, because last couple, G.I. it's been Joe kind too. of... Yeah, it's been pretty... He's pretty been been pretty de- lifeless. You mean, you mean like Death Wish? Like all of the movies I he's done lately. I can't believe they made a Death Wish know. movie. Yeah, it's rotten. All right. So uh, anyway, Glass looks good. Let's move on to some other trailers. Uh, let's talk about the Godzilla. Uh, is it King of the Monsters? Ooh, yeah. Oh, it yeah. looks real good. Yeah. Lots of monsters in this one. I'm mm-hmm. super and excited. Godzira. Godzira. <laughs> Godzuki. 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 Is he going to be in this movie? Oh, man. I, I hope not. God, I hope so. <laughs> But it is a sequel to the 2014 Godzilla film. Yeah, these are the uh, the American made ones by yeah. Legendary, not yes. the not Shin Godzilla that was done by the uh, Evangelion guy, and was fantastic. Yeah, had that weird like floppy looking around like Godzilla proto form with yeah. like the bug eyes. God, that movie was good. It was good <laughs> and weird. And he had lasers that shot out of his tail, like multiple lasers. Yeah, 
It's a rad movie. Yeah, it was a crazy movie. Anyway, yeah. An American Godzilla was pretty good. Yeah, it was. And Uh, here's another one. (laughs) It's kind of a bait and switch with uh, Brian Cranston, but other than that, you know, that's all right. But don't go to a Godzilla movie to watch the human characters. Yeah, to see Brian Cranston, yeah. Yeah. And there was a little too much of the human characters in the other one, but overall, the Godzilla stuff was so cool. Yeah. If you look at some of the earlier Godzilla films, Godzilla is almost like a back piece. Mm -hmm. He is the... He is the event. Yeah. And you're He's watching. He's almost a force of nature. He is a force of nature, and you're watching how mankind deals copes and it, deals yeah. with that. Yes. If, if you see too, if there's too much Godzilla, then it's not as cool when he is there. Yeah. Right. That's the only issue that I'm kind of scared about with this, because it, there's going to be a lot of monsters, and I love monsters. Don't get me wrong. I love fighting monsters, especially when they fight each other. That's super great. Man, I'm kind of hoping this is like my Godzilla Pacific Rim. Yeah. I, uh, I kind of like how in the trailer it looked like they subtly kind of uh hinted that each of the um um monsters had like a element was tied to an element like godzilla rises out from the ocean and uh rodan like was shoots on top of a of, volcano was outside of a volcano That's who and, that like, which was, which which by the way with is within canon of rodan's character because mm-hmm. in the original rodan movie he is found within a dormant volcano right uh i think they made um at least the larva form of Mothra is like kind of built out of earth a little bit. Like the cocoon looked like it was built, like had like, it was hard to tell. Yeah. It was kind of hard hard to tell, tell. but uh, Ghidorah was definitely like an air or like space. Cause he was like a space monster. Yeah. He was sent from space Mm -hmm. in the original films. Anyway, I really hope that the two uh, tiny Japanese ladies from Mothra are. Yes. I really hope so. Mothra. Mothra is a good movie. It's a good movie, yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb as hell, but mm-hmm. it's a good movie. I tell you, though, that scene in the trailer when Mothra opens up his wings is like... Oh, super That is yeah. a super oh, yeah. well... It's, it's really, framed really well. It looks really good. It looks great. I'm just hoping when we get to that scene in the movie that the musical score matches, because that's like, that's like my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I love movie scores. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely down for more Godzilla. Oh, yeah. yeah. Same here. Always. Uh, let's see. We have a couple of uh, DC things we can talk about real quick. The um, Incredible Web Man. Yeah, yeah, Aquaman. He does. It looks great. Um, you know, Moisture yeah. the Barbarian. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it looks really fun. I kind of like that. Uh, what's his name? Jason Momoa puts just enough care into the uh, the the part to kind of play it, but not like take it seriously. You could tell he's just kind of goofing around a little bit. I feel like yeah. he's just. And that's him. the best way to do I feel it. Like he's yeah. just him. Yeah. I mean, um, it looks good, but we, but trailers for DC movies have looked good before. Well, yeah, so don't, I've been burned one too many times. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. don't get your hopes up, but it looks like it could be good. Cautiously optimistic about this one. It is interesting how they are able to make him always look sweaty and and dirty, even, <laughs> even when he's underwater. <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter complaining that he didn't look wet on the poster. <laughs> it's like, he's underwater. You don't look wet when you're in the water. <laughs> oh, wow. But anyway, other anyway. DC trailers, yes. Shazam, Shazam looks very good. It looks really good. I have a couple thoughts on Shazam. Okay, let's hear them. <laughs> I hate the costumes so it, it much. It looks silly, but it kind of works for me. Uh, yeah, I think like the heavy under padding is really evident because well, Zachary Levi. Well, I understand Zachary that. Levi is like incredibly. In there. He's really skinny. I don't think there's ever a there's never amount an amount of uh, muscle mass that that dude can put on and actually look beefy. There's no way. So they had and to put really a muscle suit underneath him. LED 
lightning bolt on the chest. Yeah, that's based that's on a, the new 52 design. That's a little silly, yeah. Give a me little that. bit. But <laughs> I could see it glowing when he's using his powers, but the mm-hmm. fact that it's on all the time and it casts this really bright, heinous yellow underglow on his under his yeah, face. But at least it matches the uh wizard. Like the wizard has that yeah, same, he had the same so thing. So it kinda yeah. so it kinda works. Um I had some I saw one of my friends was talking about online talking about it's like, man, I'm not happy about Zachary Levi. He's gonna look ridiculous standing across the field from the rock as Black Adam. But you know what? The Rock hasn't been isn't in any of the cast listings. I looked it up on IMDb. Really? He's been kind of removed. So um yeah, the villain in this is uh Dr. Savannah, who's being played by Mark Strong. Oh, is that who that was? Yeah, that's who that was. Uh which is interesting. Hmm. It's an is- interesting choice because Dr. Savannah's like uh um Lex Luthor. Yeah. But like he's just bit Lex Luthor, basically. <laughs> um <laughs> But serious, kind of. Um, it looks like they're taking it as seriously as you should take a comic book about a boy who gets his superpowers from a wizard. A wizard in a train station. Yeah, and yeah. turns into a grown man when he uses, when he says a magic word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, it looks great. Um, yeah. I'm in. I'm stoked for I, this I, one. I will say this. The colors are brighter. They're more vivid. Mm-hmm. There definitely seems to be a lot more levity to it. It, yeah. it seems legitimately funny and not like forced. Well, here's the thing: these are the first. Uh, this one and Aquaman are the first two movies that have that were made post Justice League and all the backlash from how dark and grim and awful that movie was. So these are like reactions to it, and you could definitely tell that they're trying to take a page out of the Marvel's book. book. Aquaman looks like underwater uh black panther oh yeah 100 percent wet yeah, panther the wet panther um <laughs> yeah it's that's definitely what it is and shazam has some elements of um i mean it's more comedy based so, i mean yeah. i would almost say ant-man in the comedy section not so much in like yeah in, in tone but not in theme i guess uh hmm. it's definitely lighter maybe maybe more like the first thor yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but they also feel different enough that they don't feel exactly like Marvel knockoffs, I think. Yes, and I think I'll... Yeah, and I'm just glad that they're making kind of a tonal shift, and I think a lot of that comes to um, uh, Zack Snyder no longer being attached. I mean, it's a kind of a shame how... The reason he why became unattached. he's yeah. not attached to it. But And Joss Whedon's not Joss Whedon's, attached to it. Well, we will, we yeah. will see. I am more I am more interested to see Shazam than I am Aquaman. Yeah, sure. But also, Aquaman was probably some of my favorite parts in Justice League. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because he knew that he was in a bad movie. Oh yeah. So he was just he was just riding it out. <laughs> um, I dig it. So, they didn't have anything for for Wonder Woman, but it is officially called Wonder Woman 1984 now, right? Yep, yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, there's only been a couple of uh, onset uh, shot uh, like stills, and I'm really interested in seeing where. Um, how Kristen Wiig does as the cheetah. Yeah. Like that's an really interesting casting. Like I would not have, I would not have initially thought to cast Kristen Wiig in a, you know, more actiony, actiony kind of suit, more serious kind of role. But I a hundred percent believe that she could do it. No. Yeah. That's yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's switch gears, do some more DC stuff, but this is, uh, uh, angry, sad things that I I don't like. Um, so there's a trailer hey, for. Wait a minute, that was the most positive we have been about the yes. DC Cinematic Universe in the entire run of this podcast. I know so I've, history has I, been. I made. don't know how to feel. Well, about I don't that. know, man. We got pretty gushy on Wonder Woman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we did. Never mind. That's yeah. true. I forget that that's a DC movie, <laughs> right? Because it's so good. So right? good. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so uh, yeah, there's a trailer for the Titans live action TV series based on off the of DC the, Universe app or whatever. Yeah, calling it was it. supposed to be on uh, TBS and they dropped it, so now it's just on the app. And I wonder why. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, this one, looks okay. like a mess. One, one, folks, this was a quote unquote rated R TV show trailer. Oh, it's because because they drop language exactly there's cover your ears kids because robin's got a dirty mouth he's got a big old pouty mouth (laughs) has some real choice words to say about batman (laughs) so you know this don't talk about your dad that way you know those teen (laughs) titans characters that your kids like that they watch on the cartoon network all the time it's those guys but now they're saying f words (laughs) yeah and just killing people it looks real bad it looks so bad uh although um I saw online this uh, comparison, and I agree with it. It's almost Riverdale, but superheroes. So there Which might be I a point. Could almost get behind. Yeah, I could almost get behind that. I could almost see myself watching the first couple episodes just just because I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know, like how bad. I mean, I'm two and a half seasons into Riverdale for some reason. And um, that gets bonkers. It does. Yeah. And it's dumb. It's crazy, stupid, and terrible. Mm-hmm. But I also like it. Yeah. <laughs> just trash garbage television. Yeah. Just eat it up. Mmm, <laughs> garbage. <laughs> anyway, Titans. Yeah, Titans. Go. Yep. No, uh, not tight. Teen Titans go away. Yeah. Hey, the new movie came out this weekend. I kind of want to go watch I it. Want, I kind of want to say that, got, too. Like, for a while, it had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. See, that's wild to me. So it must yeah. be it must be pretty good. Yeah. Also, it has a Lauren Faust directed DC superhero girls short in front of it. Oh, that's cool. That in the new trailer, and oh, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah, I definitely want to check that but, out. But to be fair, Titans Go was the battle cry before that show, so mm-hmm. you can get off my get off my my bread <laughs> buns there, Cody. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. We have one or two more DC things, then we can move on to some general other stuff. Um, so there's something about uh, the Batwoman show on D- on uh, CW. Going to be a Batwoman show on CW. First, she's going to show up on I think it was Arrow. That which I'm makes like that sense. She's more serious of a character. Sure, it was Arrow. I yeah. mean, that is the more Batman like series. It is Batman. <laughs> it's it's Batman with arrows. Yeah, yeah. It's Green Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But she's going to show up on Arrow for know, four or five episodes or whatever, and then she's going to get her own spinoff, mm-hmm. which is so very kinda cool. So kind of like what Flash did. Yeah. Right. And uh, we should probably clarify that when we're saying Batwoman and not Batgirl, they're completely different characters. Uh, Batwoman is Kate uh, Kane. Kate Kane. She is um, one of DC's more prominent LGBT superheroes, uh, which is pretty cool. Um her backstory, like her, she was a golden age character initially that had ties that were very, very close to Batman. But this new incarnation well, is like originally almost cre- none. They originally created her to try and make Batman, Batman not, not gay. look gay. Yeah, but uh, but nowadays uh, she was when she was reintroduced. <laughs> now she, has, she is gay. She, yeah, and, and uh, was a vampire at one point. She was a vampire at one point. That's very true. She um, has a cool costume. Yes, that's really rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black and red. Yeah, yeah, it's very very cool. Uh, but yeah, she. I mean, she has very few ties to Batman other than the name. She's also rich and also fights crime. <laughs> Uh, and, and uses and, bats and has a bat moniker. Yeah, I'm but down that's really for this. It. I don't watch. Oh, the, in, yeah. I don't watch the other CW shows, but I'll check this out. I'll give it a. Mm. Co- I'll give it Wasn't a shot. Was she sure. part of Batman Inc. at one point? Yes. Yes, she was. Yeah, because I thought they had all the bat people under. That one was roof like the, the closest family. she got to like the bat family kind of yeah, lineup sort yeah. of thing. She was in that bat family animated movie. I forget what it was called. 
Oh, uh, Bad Blood. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. I own it. All right, so let's move on to some other stuff. Uh, Cody, what can you tell me about Disenchantment? It is the new animated series by Simpsons creator Matt Groening. It very much looks like fantasy Futurama. It does. A lot. On Netflix. <laughs> yeah, on, it's a Netflix original. It it looks so good. August And, and when has Matt Groening ever done you wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks great. It looks like it's going to have a little bit more of a kind of a moral kind of it actually has a story to it, like yeah. a overarching story arc rather it, than just standalone maybe, episodes maybe a little bojacky yeah maybe bojack horsemany yep and actually probably oh, um how futurama the end of futurama kind of got because by the end they were kind of doing kind of an overarching kind of you know fry was kind of trying to become a better person a little bit yeah i mean i would say from the hollow flute or hollow, the hollow phone yeah um episode kind of on you kind of see him trying to slowly become yeah. more of a a better person. A better person. Yeah. And I think this show is going to have a little more of that, which is cool. The worms. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that her name is Princess Bean. I think that's cute. Yeah. Um, I like that Bart Simpson elf. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he, he that's looks all like he is. He looks like the... Mar- he looks Just like, like Bart Simpson. He looks like the... <laughs> that's <a> <laughs> he looks like the Bart Simpson monsters from the Treehouse of Horror episodes. He looks like one of the happy little elves. Yes, he does. <laughs> Which is That's like a right. first season. Oh Simpsons yeah, that is. Callback. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. <laughs> and the little demon guy looks totally like old school life in hell, Matt Green. Oh yeah, it drawing. looks like really flat. Like oh yeah, it's very great. cool. I'm yeah, very he's, excited. He's a he's super he's super flat like shadow like yeah. character. Comes mm. out August seventeenth, and I'm very excited. Yep. yep. Also the fact you know I love the fact that. Princess Bean has like a buck tooth. Oh, yeah, she's, she has yeah. buck teeth. That's that's really cool. Like she's not like just some pretty girl. She like she's just looks like a person. Yeah, well, as close to a person as, as you a can Matt in Matt Groening <laughs> art yes. style. But uh, hey, they're not they're not yellow people. Yeah, no, they only the Simpsons. It, it's not Simpsons. it's not a world of jaundice. Yeah. <laughs> only the Simpsons are yellow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a trailer for the next season of Doctor Who. Looks uh, good. Looks good. It looks like uh, the the new doctor is kind of a lighter Matt Smithier doctor, and that's cool. It's, yeah, I think that works. At least at least now, yeah. Even Matt Smith got kind of darkish yeah. toward the toward the middle to he the had, end of the he series. He had his times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this about Matt. He is he was one egotistical doctor. He had his moments. Mm-hmm. There's I one just, thing you don't put in a trap, and that's me. I <laughs> uh, hated it. I just feel so bad for Capaldi because I love him so much and I thought he was such a good doctor, but they didn't give him good material. Yeah, they, they did, did not him write dirty. him yeah. from what I understand. It got, yeah. it got better toward the end, but yeah, it, it was did. but it was it did have a really weak showing there at the beginning, like super weak. Oh, there was just some episodes oh. that were just so bad. Like, yeah, they were almost we, unwatchable. Eye booger we, monsters. Yeah, we oh. looked at him <laughs> after that and we're like what we yeah. just watched? Thank, <laughs> thank God that they're doing a new showrunner because he was done. I was. <laughs> I forget his name, but he definitely Stephen ran Moffat. His, yeah, Moffat definitely ran his. Course. Moffat was a good writer. He was. I don't think he was that great of a showrunner. He was definitely no Russell T Davies. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. But anyway, uh, they didn't really show anything in the trailer other than the flashes of some of the new characters. A lot of companions this time. I think three. Are the? Yeah. I think so. But the thing is, are they going to be all said. at once? That's a good point that I didn't think of. Maybe they're not all at the same time. Yeah, who knows? I don't have much of a, a dog in this fight because I don't watch a whole lot of Doctor Who. But you know the trailer looked really you know good. You're going to check it out. Oh, with I got to watch la- the first with episode. The new lady Doctor. Oh yeah, yeah I got to <laughs> for sure. 
Uh, let's see. Captain Pike's going to be in Star Trek Discovery. Um, that's cool. That's cool. They were hinting at there was going to be an original series character that was going to pop up in Discovery for the second season. And if you're everyone gonna thought it was going to be Young Kirk, turns out it's Captain Pike, and that's really great. Yeah. And technically Spock. Yeah, Spock's going to kind of Spock. Yeah, kind of. They're looking for Spock. So, the Would ship you say they're ha- they're doing a search, search for Spock. For Spock. Yeah. <laughs> and then they make a voyage home. Mm. God to, to undiscover country. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> My thing is uh, the ship that Pike shows up on. I didn't really get a good look at the. It's the Enterprise. Is it the Enterprise? Oh yeah. Did it say Enterprise? On yes. It? Okay. Cool. So the Enterprise is showing up. Yeah. I mean, you went about the most original of series cast yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're going to pull somebody from the original series, Pike is the one that's going to be the mix. Well, the most yeah, because he was mm-hmm. the one that was. Like he's always been there in the canon, but it's but there's been... not. Oh yeah, there's plenty they can flesh out without button heads against established canon. Like he's in the pilot, and then you have the episode later where he's in the the sweat box with the lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I really like the uh, updated design. The yellow, like the, the yellow tunic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it went bad I, at first. I wasn't sure how I was feeling about it because I'm looking at it and it's got that weird sharp over collar on it. I don't know. I need to go back and watch uh, Discovery now. Because I watched the first two episodes, mm-hmm. really liked them, and then just didn't. Keep From going. what I understand, uh, it got really kind of weak near the middle. But by the end, the second half of the series started introducing a mirror universe. Nice. Like uh, one of the characters was like like permanently stuck, like swapped or something like that <laughs> with the goatee. Uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> But no, I guess the second half of that uh, Man, first season it got really. Good. I love the mirror verse. That's like mm-hmm. some of my favorite Star some Trek. Some of the best stuff. stuff. That's oh a yeah. Good episode. The yeah. comic. The comic uh, Shattered Mirror was the next is is a next gen story with the sh- with the Mirrorverse, <laughs> and it was so mm-hmm. good. Does Mir Picard have hair? No. Oh man, oh, but he has so a, good. But he has a sleeveless tunic, and he's super buff. <laughs> he, should, <laughs> he should have a John Waters mustache. Oh, that would be great. Oh, no. uh, oh, yeah. Data's like half Borg. Okay, sure, I can see that. It's really good, and it's like the whole, every panel is painted. Oh man. Oh, that cool. sounds good. It's yeah. really, really good. Let's not get stuck on this tangent. That's <laughs> anyway, fun. but yes. Anyway, I, I love Star Trek. I, I feel bad. I feel like a bad Star Trek fan because I have not seen any of Discovery. You should get on that. It's good from what I've seen. Yeah. Granted, I never, I didn't watch uh, Orville past the first episode. So <laughs> we watched almost all of Orville. It's really good. Uh, the last thing we have is uh, a reboot of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sure. Sure. Why not? It's it's been a long time. Why I mean, not? Everything is coming back, so why not? Sure. I'd be I'd be in. Apparently Buffy is black now, which I'm sure ruffles the feathers of a oh, lot it's of gonna jerks. Ruffle, oh, a lot of rough feathers, but Here's the you thing. know what? Even can- canonically in the universe, it's not the first time we've had a black slayer. There was one alongside Buffy in the series. This is exactly the same argument people do about Doctor Who. <laughs> Being a woman. It's canonically already been proven that it could happen. That doesn't change people's minds. I know. It doesn't. I know. It doesn't. I know. It's frustrating. If only it were that simple. Yeah. Yeah. People but, uh, don't like change. Yeah. But whatever. Go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Hey, do you do social media? You probably do. Of course do. you do. Most people do. You can find us on most forms of social media at Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. Do it. <laughs> you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. 
send us an email, review our show on iTunes, mm-hmm. tell your friends. Yep, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, just about anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find our show. And I think that's pretty much it. So again, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. <laughs>